Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. What is up, Big Rig Nation? It's June 28, 2023. Boys are back. A little bit of a summer schedule. Uh, kind of a little bit of a lull. Uh, kind of some sad faces today. Not, not a lot to talk about, but we have a lot to catch up on. Uh, Pete was mowing the grass today. It's just kind of one of those days. I don't know. I don't know how the show is going to go. Uh, if you're listening to us, thank you. Um, hope, hopefully we have some new listeners. Um a lot to catch up on. I don't know if we've talked too much about since the Nuggets won. That's all wrapped up. I mean, sports is done. Sports is done till Labor Day. Uh, all of our baseball teams suck. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe we should commiserate today, boys. What do you say? Think about the good old days in March and April. Sounds good to me. We're in the dog days of summer, man. Don't have anything to watch. I mean, he was mowing his grass. We, got, we, we were about to not have a podcast because Pete was mowing his grass. That, that's where we're at. Hey, someone's got to, you know, do do the manly duties. So, Don't you have an Apple Watch? I wasn't wearing it. I do. but How do you track in your steps? I don't need to track my steps. This world of technology, you know, I'm good. I know how many, I know I'm getting my exercise when I'm out there. So we're almost a rigged out. We were almost, we almost put out an application. No, seriously. Hey. That's if that's what you guys think of me. You need you're putting out applications for being 20 minutes late. Then so be it. 20 minutes. Hey, late. We didn't know where you. 20 were. minutes late. We didn't know where like, you were. We didn't know if you were looking for the Titanic, mowing your grass. We didn't know. Too soon, Rick. Too soon. All right, too soon. Um. All right, boys. You know what? I I guess we'll start with this, right? We get spoiled. We knew it. We knew it during the time. We knew it during March Madness. You know, we were complaining. He was complaining on you know the lead eight weekend that there wasn't enough Final Four games or basketball games, and now we got nothing. We got absolutely nothing. NHL is wrapped up, NBA is wrapped up, and we got meaningless baseball. It's kind of good. I, I kind of like the. I don't want to say it's a break, but you kind of can just take a breather, enjoy summer some break. summer, some yeah. summer baseball. It's more fun when your team's playing well, which none of our teams are. Um, but. With that being said, um, you know, you got, you got the NHL or the uh, NBA draft, you got the NHL draft tonight. Um, yeah, we just had the NFL draft a few, a few weeks ago. So, I mean, there's there's little things, right? Training, cra- training camp for the NFL starts to ramp up here in a couple weeks, which will always be fun. Um, I'm just ready to get to that point where you're counting down the days of the NFL, which I think we're, what, we're probably four, four weeks away from that. So, I mean, it's July. I think there's a isn't the isn't the first like uh, Hall of Fame game in July. I think it's in August. Yeah, I think it's like first week in August, and then everyone is else okay. is like the second week. Yeah, we're getting close though. I mean, basically, it's like what? Yeah, we get a month I'm, off. I'm gonna say like five weeks. Yeah, this is I'm this is where you there. go to a few concerts, do some date nights, which you normally can't do. Mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. Yeah, watch some documentaries. So uh, take a vacation. I, this is when I do like my actual like day job, actually. So my pro- productivity's been up. That's good. That's good. That's uh, we're happy to hear that. I'm sure if your company's listening, they're probably happy to hear that too. So, um, all right, boys. Well, let's wrap a few things up. NBA, probably the hottest news. Um, 
we had the draft, we had free agencies and I don't know, man. I just turn on these. We're just beating dead horses on these talk shows, right? We're talking about Damian Lillard. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares where Damian Lillard goes. He's a kind of a nobody. He's going to stay in Portland. He's getting it's, paid 60 mil. It's like the top story on every t- on every show. I watched part of the interruption. Yeah. They, for like an hour on first take, they talk about Damian Lillard every morning. Damian Lillard. I'm like, he's good. He's it's not an hour worth of news. When, he's not when leading he, off the show. When he says he wants to stay in Portland. And guess what? He's leading off our show. That's insane. So, yeah. uh, Because there's nothing to talk about. I mean, that, you got to talk about Dame for an hour because there's nothing to talk about. And there's no new developments with Dame. There haven't been in fucking two years. It's like the most non-story of all non I like Dame. Same. He's kind of washed up. Not washed up, but like he's not what he was five years ago. I mean, Nobody he like, kind of really knows. He just he was, gar- a he was good guaranteed player. 30 30 points a night almost. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he's still that guy. Just the team, the team around him is trash. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say he's fallen off. I'd say just the team's so bad that it's like he's not that guy who's going to carry them. I mean, Steph couldn't even. You put Steph on that team, I don't even think Steph's getting them to the playoffs. It's insane. Like, the team yeah. is bad. I'm already tired. Of, I'm already bored talking about it. So. um Big big trade in Boston. That was big. That was big news. Marcus Smart traded for like 27 second round picks and Chris Stapps Porzingis. Um, That's an, uh, like Boston's celebrating that. I, I think I'd rather have Marcus Smart than Chris Stapps Porzingis. If, if, if this season I said we could get legitimately like 10 second rounds in the first round and Chris Stapps Porzingis for Marcus Smart. I don't like Porzingis has made no team better in his eight years in the NBA, and he's been yeah. on good. He's been on good teams. He wants to play with Luca. Could have made them better. Play he's talking the like an NBA yeah. expert. I kind of like it, but I think you're wrong. He hasn't made any team better that he's been that he's gone to. Because he hasn't been has had role. Play. Luka Doncic is not is not Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. <laughs> Luka Doncic is like the best player in the NBA, arguably. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'll say this. Teams Jason haven't gotten... Tatum and Jalen Brown are both behind Luka Doncic on the list of NBA players right now. Yeah. yeah. But not their styles of play. Break it He's down for me. Before Dean first. goes, break, break, it, break it down how Chris Stapps Porzingis' style of play is just going to mesh perfectly with Jalen Brown. Because it's going to sit gonna on the wing. Yeah, he's going to give him shots. You just traded your point guard for a guy who... Also wants to just get the open open shot. We have like twenty point guards. Who's gonna play point guard next year? Derek White. He started every. He started like fifty games. And he's gonna be their master distributor to get three ball heavy guys the ball every possession. Yeah. He was splitting minutes in the playoffs with with Smart. I love Marcus Smart. Look at look, but you know sometimes it's run its course, man. I mean it's it's a it's a risky trade. It's you know I mean. That's all you I can't say the Celtic. It's a this risky. Is not, this is not a slam dunk. That's all I'm trying to say. Definitely not a slam dunk. No, I agree with you, Pete. Yeah, it's definitely not a slam dunk. It's very. I don't know. I don't know, but I kind of like it. it. Just kind of shakes it up, keeps us relevant. Kind of like that. Until Porzingis I like gets it. hurt. Oh, yeah, until <laughs> Porzingis plays thirty Pete, games Pete. next year. Pete's yeah. rooting for injuries. Yeah, no, you trade the heart, heart and soul of your team for a guy that's like. Smart as a milk dud. Is that a, a, a Latvia joke? 
Just like no personality. We have some Latvian listeners. Yeah. Does he need to be smart to be a good player for the Celtics next year? I don't think so. You need someone with a personality to be the heart of that team because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are all people. What are you talking about? Are both just like rocks in a field, man? Just, just he would fit right in on Coward, dude. (laughs) He's a he needs a personality, and dude, no, he doesn't. Nobody has a personality on the Celtics. Marcus Smart was the only personality. Maybe it's time for a new personality. You traded your own personality. Like Porzingis is not. A personality is what I'm. You're agreeing with me right now. <laughs> I don't think anyone's expecting Porzingis to replace his, uh, Smart's personality. It's it's time for Tatum and and or Brown to step up and give this team a personality. I'll give personality it a personality. W- I'll give it not a personality. Working. Yeah, I, they're fine, dude. I, I'm not worried. But yeah. Missoula, he's a bad personality. So anyway, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I love Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, though. Grit and grind Grizzlies are back, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just perfect. It is a good match, dude. He was, Don't I mean, it's hard. Those guys. If you could put him on any team, like the Grizzlies just, it fits. Yep. It's definitely a gritty team. I miss Smart. I mean, he was the heart and soul, dude. It's hard. But sometimes, dude, if, you know, you got to shake it up. You got to shake the recipe up, dude. If you keep mixing that bowl, with the same, you know, type of salt and pepper and paprika. You got to change the ingredients, Pete. You cook. They should have got rid of Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard. I'm getting rid of Jalen Brown. They still might. <laughs> Why would you trade someone who's in like six years younger in a cheat? Because you're not going to be able to afford two max contracts in two years? Says who? The CBA is about to get redone, so. We'll yeah, and it's going to make it harder to go over the tax. That's why some teams are clearing clearing cap now. Maybe. Not if LeBron has something to say about it. He's going to be retired by yeah, then. Yeah, he'll be out of the league. Yeah, he'll be like, oh, all right, <laughs> your guys' problem. But, uh, all right, any other news? No, not really. NBA. Great. Nuggets, congratulations. Okay, okay how did the Nuggets? Congrats to Marty. Congrats to Marty. Congrats to Marty, dude. Stack up, Marty. Got got a got a championship trophy, just like me will, this year. I will say this: Denver, Denver is top top right now, temporarily. But Vegas won the Stanley Cup right after. So are they title town? Yeah. No. Was it a one week stay in title town for for Denver? They had the cup and what the else in Vegas? What, what else did Vegas have? I mean, they've got as many as Denver right now. And they also only they have the Avs. They've had the Avs. They've had the Broncos. They had the DU. We're talking about the 2016 Broncos Super Bowl. <laughs> 15, Pete. You should remember that. Start working our way back. Nobody, nobody other cities have. Look, I don't have a, I hate Denver sports. Wow. But you know, so this is so. Ryan's way of backdooring that. Well, if the 2015 Broncos Super Bowl is still relevant, then you bet your ass the 2019 Patriots Super Bowl is still relevant. Wrong. Uh, always laying the groundwork. He thinks he can Come get by me. Later. My yeah. mind works. My mind works triple the, triple the speed that Ryan's works. 
You can barely even join this con this podcast. He was, he was trying to get me to agree to that just so he could backdoor something later down the line. About Dude, the I don't, I, Pete. You know, I I literally never have tried to justify because you know, like my my championships speak for themselves. I've never in my entire life tried to justify those two. In your in your mind, you think they do. Your championships? Yes, it's part of them. Absolutely. I think, I think they're the Boston team's championships. Your team's championships. Yeah. We're part. We're part of it. Celtics Nation. I mean, Red Sox Nation. Patriots Nation. Yeah, anyway. I mean, you you were like 15 last time the Celtics won. So. Yeah, wait. It was in high school. Long or Celtics ago. jersey every day. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. Moving on. Do we... Uh, I'm trying to think. Do we talk? Uh, we never really talked about Liv and PGA. No, I know it kind of staled out. Not much has happened. Not really hot in the streets anymore. But any comments, concerns? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's like we still don't know what it's going to look like. I think right, that's yeah, the confusing yeah. part. Like, I don't know. I think. The way I look at it is, if I'm a PGA player. I'm obviously super pissed off because I could have went to this live league for eight months, got paid a hundred million dollars, and just to end up back in the PGA with Live. And these guys like put their reputation on the line to stand up for the PGA and didn't go take the money, and now they're getting punished for it. So I don't know. They say like the PGA is going to try to take care of the guys who stayed. I just don't know what that looks like. Like the PGA is gonna probably go broke and that's probably why they partnered with live because they needed the big names back i don't know how they're gonna go start handing out hundred million dollar checks to their big stars like rory or justin thomas or jordan spieth because they stayed but i don't know how you compensate them so and i, I also don't know what's gonna look like right like live plays 54 whole tournaments a lot of them are team tournaments so like their setup is like pga is just classic right four rounds everyone man for themselves they have a few team tournaments throughout the year um, or match play. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how they integrate both concepts together and how they pay these guys. Um, I'll tell you what, like the Dustin Johnson's, Brooks Kepka, I don't agree with what they did, but they kind of look like geniuses. Yeah. Why don't you agree? I, I don't know. I think I would have, if I was in the PGA and I was a top 20 player, I think I would have stuck with, my dream of being in the PGA tour and not go play in Saudi Arabia for a big check, especially when these guys already have 50, 80 million in the bank. Like all those, not all of them did, but the big names that went over there had plenty of money to survive and for their kids to survive and their kids' kids to survive. If they Easy for it. us to say. Easy I know, I know, I know. But you would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Dean it, reeks to, it reeks to me of guys, like, and I know a bad bet when I see one because I've made a lot of them. They, they, they made a bad bet. They bet on you know it working out, staying at PGA, and then Liv ends up. They made a bad bet. PGA, it's a it's a bad bet, and it's like you know if they had to do it over and they said they'd still stick with PGA, then I think they're idiots because that's a fuck ton of money that you turned down. So it's like I get it, like you want you know your reputation, you want to stay with PGA, but money talks, man. It's like come on, eventually that the money's going to dry up. All right, think about so, this though, Dean. Like, if let's go back three months, we don't know that the PGA and Live are going to merge. You grew up your entire life dreaming to play in like 
all these the travelers. <laughs> I mean, just uh, no, and again, no, Pete, don't. No, like, uh, okay, like I know they could play in the majors, but I don't think they knew that when they signed the contract. That was like something they hashed out later. They could still play in the major tournaments. PGA didn't want that to be a thing. So well, it's because they're go, independent. Let's go way back to the beginning. You have a dream your whole life of playing in the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, the British Open, and someone puts, and again, hundred million is a lot. Not most of them got like twenty, forty, fifty million, and they probably have a net worth of ten million. Like. Do you take that money or do you like keep living out your dream to play in these tournaments and like make a name winning the masters and us open? Like you're good enough. Like you're a top 20 player, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying it's not the most far-fetched thing for the people that turned it down. I get what you guys are saying. Money talks, but all right, now I'm going to go play in fucking Saudi Arabia and these hey, that was what? Holes. No, they they were playing the coolest spots in the world. You couldn't even not, get on these courses. It's not, it's not even like the real golf like that they grew up playing though it's like team golf and weird scoring and scrambles and 54 holes like everything that you grew up like striving for just kind of now you're playing some guys probably did it what if you're in the circus it's like you're playing in the circus versus playing in like it's like i don't know i don't even know how to explain it's like playing in the harlem globetrotters versus playing in the nba <laughs> I thought you could say like that's a bad like the the big three instead. Like the NBA got bought out by like the big three. <laughs> it, it that's a good example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if they played paid LeBron to go join the big three at the two hundred million dollars? Think he I mean, would do it? I'm not sure two hundred billion is enough for LeBron. But now, if it was enough money, then. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Oh, I, only thing, and this goes for everything. The only person looking out for you is yourself. That's it. No one, and and the, and I'm not saying I wouldn't take the money, Rick. I'm just saying, like, I understand why people didn't. I get it. Yeah, I understand too. I think I, if I someone waved waved a hundred million dollars in front of me, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I don't give a shit." That's well, well everyone was about to leave. John Rahm was about to leave. That's why it kind of buckled him. Like. I was like, ah, I'm not winning the Masters anyway. Okay. They offered Tiger like 800 million, and he didn't. Yeah. yeah, I think that was because like he didn't like the the status meant more to him than the money. Yeah, but some of these guys, Tiger's a billion, 100 million is a lot different than a billion. I could lie. I couldn't tell you. Which golfers went to live and which ones stayed? So like no one's one reputation live. changed in my book. That's good. I mean, that's good. I mean, there are some big names. Huge Cam names. Johnson, Phil Dustin, Mickelson, Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka. That's a big all live golfers to me now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Glory, uh, glory, the face of live. I'm so tired of Rory. U.S. Open was good, though. Even yeah, though I didn't really. No one knew who Wyndham Clark was, but it was a good final round, I thought. People said nobody was there. Yeah, because Corporate Open. California is a bunch of Yahoo's, man. Fake sports fans. But they they're title. LA is title town, though. Between the Dodgers, the Rams. LA is the biggest phony sports town in the world. Lakers. They're all phony. Yeah. 
they show up when they're good. Yeah. Kind of like Denver. Denver's like funny too. Kind of like Boston. All right. Uh, okay, moving on. Denver too, though. That's a good example. Nugget, nuggets and Avs games when I was living there, Rick, empty. Both you, both. Teams. I've seen them my whole life. You should Rockies games, you they pay you to come now. And Rocktober in 2007, this is a hot everyone was rocking and then Red Sox swept them. I can't talk about that though. But yeah. um Okay. Moving along. That was a good segment. Uh all right, let's we'll touch on baseball. We'll get there. Baseball. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about college world series. Did you guys catch any of that? Yep. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. I mean, LSU, I thought, Florida. I thought it was kind of like anticlimactic because they were just blowouts the last they games. beat the door. Yeah, but it was just such a how do you go from beating someone by 20 to like losing by 20? Yeah, I think when you go down like 10 in that game, you're not bringing any of your strong bullpen arms or any of your starting pit. Like, you're just like, fuck it. We'll just get you let go we'll of the rope. Shelled. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's play for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. So, LSU, that was, I mean, Dude, the fact that they even beat Wake Forest, I mean, they ran through Tennessee. Then Wake Forest should definitely have beat them. They had a much better year, but it's kind of a little bit of a Cinderella run. So, well, yeah, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't say that. Uh, I mean, LSU, the SEC is just always a beast in in college baseball. Like you know, like I think like Arkansas, A and M, Florida, LSU, um, and then and then Tennessee. It's like you had. They're a juggernaut of of teams, and those schools are always good. So LSU, at least I was asking my buddy, because a couple of my friends were from LSU. They were watching it. And I was like, how is LSU number five with, like, the number one, uh, set, like, outfield or number one position? Yeah, number one pitcher. And number one pitcher. And it's like, oh, well, you know, they had dropped, you know, some games, like, throughout the year. Florida was really good. And then Wake, because I was like, I saw LSU was favored against Wake. And then, you know, it was impressive to watch LSU come back through the loser's bracket, though, because the way they do that double elimination shit is like, yeah, you know, if, if you lose one game, you are fighting back every day for like a week to make it all the way back. And the weight game against them, that was crazy. And, yeah. And then walk off bomb to advance. And then the Florida, I'm trying to think. Didn't like Florida. I think Florida got like robbed on a home run or something, or no, they may got tagged out of the plate because the first game of the the last series was really close. Like went yeah. down to extras. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was good. It's one of those. I find this with the Little League World Series too, and I was lucky enough to work one of them for back with Pepsi in Pennsylvania. I never understood how the Little League World Series actually worked, like how the brackets worked. You kind of just like turned it on just to turn it on. And I feel that way with college World Series as well. It's like unless you're like totally following it from the start, kind I have of no like, idea how it works. Yeah, like yeah. oh, these guys are playing again. Like why do they? Uh, LSU's got to win both first Wake. Wake only needs to beat them once. You know, like there's yeah. it's very confusing unless you kind of get totally invested. But I would like to go to a college World Series. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. All LSU fans. You yeah. see the Jello shots? Yeah, it was funny. Is that, it's just like a random bar in Omaha? They do it every year. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's in the stadium. It can't be in the stadium, but. Yeah, I know. I think it's like a bar. LSU fans are nuts. Yeah. They get overshadowed by like Georgia and like Alabama. I would put them above Alabama fans. 
They're mm. they're insane. It's a whole state. You don't live in Tennessee. Yeah, Alabama's the entire state. Yeah, I mean, no, Alabama's all, like an entire Auburn. region. Yeah, but like, dude, Alabama's the whole state. Alabama, like, is no, 90 percent of that. Auburn's no. like the stepbrother down. I live there, an right? hour from the Alabama border, dude. Everyone's an Alabama fan, even in even in Nashville. No, no, I'm telling you, let's use more passion than Alabama. I'm not saying that they're, they're not more passionate. I'm just saying well, that's, Alabama that's is, a, is a big fan base. I'm not saying it's not a big fan. I'm saying LSU is more passionate. Yeah. I I've been Pete. You've been Alabama football games. I've been Alabama football games. They just they don't show up, dude. Oh yeah, when you're good for 20 years, it's kind of like Pat's fans. It's kind of weak. Just ocean front property, Dean that head. Uh, I've been in Tennessee game. I've been to a few. Uh, I've been I've been to one in Neyland. Uh, you haven't been in Neyland. No. Tennessee is crazy, man. Vol Vol Navy. That's a fun place. So. We should do, we should do like an SEC tour. That'd be fun. Yeah. Down. Um. Okay. Moving on. Baseball. Pete. Bad. Bad loss. Which one? <laughs> bad loss. Uh, last Wait. night I watched I watched the worst team in baseball beat the team that beat the Astros two out of three. I mean, Pete. At what point, like? It's injuries, injuries, and like, as when is anyone going to just step up and say, "Look, I don't. We I'm can win even, without." I'm not even blaming on injuries anymore. I mean, you got DJ back, you got Rizzo back, you got Stanton back. Like, obviously, you're still waiting on Rodon and Judges. Who knows? Wait, with Judge. He's not back yet. No, he's yeah. making a second. His I, second rehab said, start. So ask they, his they're wife. They're saying, and and then they're they're saying like it's coming. I, I don't even want to put a number on it, but um. Just, just say by by the next by the next episode, by the next episode, we'll get we'll get a road on start. <laughs> but no, bad. I mean it's, it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just almost like it's like we're like a carnival ride, and like Judge is the engine that starts the ride, but without Judge, like everyone just sits there and doesn't play, doesn't move, doesn't like it's just insane. Dude. These guys are mega stars. They have won batting titles. They've hit 300. They've hit 30 home runs, 40 home runs, 50 home runs. And LeMahieu, Stanton, and Rizzo, Donaldson, literally can't hit. Stanton's like seven for 55. No, no. Dean, who hit a home run last night? Who had the only run last night? Donaldson. We know. So, <laughs> he's, said he, he can't hit. He's, he's got like 10 hits since he came back, and eight of them are home runs. It's Smash, mashing, dude. And he's hitting 125. So that's just like, like some Gallo it. numbers. So there's some Gallo numbers. Worse than Gallo numbers. So I don't know, man. It's it's the like judge or no judge. There's just you you can't you can't win games if you're scoring less than three runs on average per night. Like it just it just doesn't work. Bullpen oh, you... still still pitching great. <laughs> Starters are holding their own, but what's your uh confidence in making the playoffs on Start of July before the All Star break. I would say I would say it's fifty fifty right now. We're still in it right now, but mm-hmm. you got to play the Red Sox some more. Yeah, they got our number. One bright spot of the red, bright spot of the Red Sox season is that they. It's the only bright spot. Beat the Yankees five out of six. It's the only bright spot. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, I feel for Pete. 
I mean, you have a, you got you went out and got every free agent you possibly could. You re-signed Judge, and you guys are worse than last year. Because mm-hmm. none of those guys how, they picked up are actually playing. Yeah, yeah. Rodon's uh, not playing. How out of touch do you think Hal Steinbrenner is? I don't think he's out of touch. He had an interview on the Michael K show last week. He has full faith in Cashman and Boone, which I think he has to say that. I think he has to, how out of touch is he? No, I think he has to say that. But he he also did say like if we don't make the playoffs, like change will happen. So right. I I think he's not gonna sit there and say, Hey, I'm not he's not George, right? So he's not gonna sit there and say, Everyone's fired if we can't like be over 500 by August or something, whatever, you know, like he's, he's not that kind of person, but I thought he was pretty stern in what he said, said, cause Don LaGreca asked the question, like, God forbid you don't, you don't make the playoffs this year, even though you're, I know you're confident that you will like what, like, what does it look like next year? He's like, things will be different next year. So I don't know what that means. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's paying Donaldson and Stanton to go find a new home. I don't know what it is, but. Donaldson won't be here next year. He's done up to this year. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd rather I'd rather be where we're at than the Mets are at, though. Still. Well, you, you should listen to New York sports radio, man. Like these guys, half of them are Mets fans. It's like their heads are going to explode every day. They they literally do not understand. That's how, your saving grace. That really how, is the saving. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. They do not understand how a three hundred and twenty million dollar payroll can just lose. Every other game, more than every other game, like just lose series after series and blow saves, and their their bullpen is just insanely bad. Did you see what happened on Sunday? Yeah, they hit two pitchers or two batters. Yeah, yeah loaded the bases and then walked walked the guy and then, and then, hit, and then hit hit the next two batters to lose the game. Just no, n- yeah, I, nobody went from higher to high than maybe the biggest sports swing we've ever seen in a long time for a major. We had eight sports teams in the playoffs and then to the worst maybe regular seasons combined the Mets and Yankees have ever had. That's not true. Pretty yeah. I mean pretty close for ex- at least for expectations. Like 60 games, dude. I'm saying like payroll and expectations, Pete. You know what I'm saying? I I, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean I feel for New York, man. I I, I look at I was I, we still got onto the Jets. I feel for New York, Pete. When you're saying onto the Jets, we know it's bad. We know it's really bad. So, Dean, you've been quiet. Give, give us a few New York takes, and then we'll get to Texas. I mean, the, the Mets are the one – like, they gave the Astros two wins last week. Because otherwise, the Mets have been – I mean, the Astros have been just as trash as the Mets, but fortunately the Mets did us a solid – I don't know. I mean, it's been all downhill for the Mets since they thought they were signing Correa. Like, yeah, it really also, it looked yeah. like they had swooped in on Correa. They're like, oh, my gosh, Cohen's a madman. Yeah. The Correa thing falls through. And it's really all kind of been downhill from there. Like, Verlander and Scherzer haven't been playing well. Scherzer's getting fucking booed in New York. I mean, he diced up the Astros last week. But Verlander got, got touched up. It's like, man, dude. Like, you know it's you know it's bad when, like, you know, you have a guy who clearly wants to win, and I love, you know, him putting all that money into the team. But I bet there's, you know, like other owners out there, are like, see, that's what you get for 
spending all that money making us all look bad it's like your team's still trash <laughs> yeah so we don't spend honestly, any money honestly i i was i heard a take the other day and i was like that's interesting to think because the pitch clock piece now you got scherzer and verlander both pushing 40 if not 40 already i don't even know their age but they're probably like verlander went five innings his last outing 100 pitches and like i I feel like their stamina is just not where it was when they were 31, 32, and having to get rushed, especially those guys, they're not – Verlander has, when he gets in a groove, can move relatively fast. But Scherzer is notorious for being a slow pitcher and playing head games. So I wonder if that's affecting them at all. That's something we haven't really talked about a lot that maybe, like, we we should is is the effect of the pitch clock. And, like, the pitch clock and then the shift mm-hmm. rules <laughs> – because some teams like there's been like a huge shift in terms of, like a lot of the teams that we expected to be really good are not Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Mets, Padres, just, Padres, Padres, just naming a few like off the top that have like all the stars and shit, but yeah. are not performing. Then you have teams like the Rays, the Reds, um, the, the, yeah, the Diamondbacks, the Rangers, like some of these teams that were like, N- not yet and now they're instead they're they're at the top of their divisions so it kind of makes you wonder like how some of those rules have have changed up the game and you know some teams have been either quicker to adjust or simply the rules are just more to their benefit in the way that their guys are comfortable because the astros have had a lot of guys that have just seem they'll on the pitching side that just you know have fallen off big time and first thing everyone points to is the pitch clock you know you're if you're a more deliberate guy, now all of a sudden you're on a, a time crunch and then, you know, the hitters will maybe there's like some gamesmanship there, but like the hitters like waiting until the last second to be ready. Right. And then, yeah, like it's, it, it's been interesting to follow and kind of start to try to wonder how much of an effect that's having on some of these teams and, you know, some teams more than others. Yeah, yeah I think it'll be, much more like strategic this offseason with who the people bring in and, and how they've adapted to the new rules. Like, I don't think anyone was thinking it would affect anyone that drastically when you bring in like Scherzer and Verlander, but you got to think it's affecting some people. Maybe not them. Maybe it's just, yeah. maybe they're just toast, right? But it could be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think it would have to be like just the fact that. You know, some of these guys would take so much time between pitches, and yeah, when you're throwing like a hundred, like ninety to a hundred pitches, and now you're just condensing the time, like in between, like just logic says, like it's there's got to be some effect there, you know. And then like you you lose some velocity, lose some location, all of a sudden you're getting pitches that were unhittable before are now getting getting swung on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But. We'll see. All star breaks coming up. All star games yeah. in Seattle would be kind of fun. I, man, I always forget about the MLB All Star break, even though it's in the middle of the year, because I really just don't care. You're out on it. I love no. it. I've never been like I've the been home run to- derby. Now it's just like it. They they try to add so much stuff to it, like the bonus balls yeah. and shit. And it's like uh, I still like it. It's way better than the fucking dunk contest and three point contest. I agree. I think all the all-star weekend stuff's kind of whatever. Yeah. I think, I I think MLB is the best one of all of them. Yeah. Like the tallest it, midget. Well, yeah, because it's only one where like the guys can actually like 
try like you, you put the pitchers out there they, they pitch an inning and it's like you know that's it's like a bullpen session for them at that point then like the hitters you know there's nothing to stop them from going all out so i i agree with that but kind of like the rest of the stuff about it it's like i don't know i don't think the yeah. astros will have too many all-stars this year so i don't really think it, it'll same, just be a, a rest week yeah Tim the red Sox. yeah um speaking of all-star all-star Star of the All Star Game last year, Alec Manoa, the Toronto Blue Jays. Just Dean Dean says he's just tuning up his pitches, but he's getting teed off on by what like the some kind of like Yankees team or the single. It was like the single A Yankees team. No, Pete, he's just he's just trying to find his location. Florida Complex League. That that's below single A. That that's like, like a, that's a beer league. That's like guys who just came over from the Dominican Summer League. Barely speak English or like 19, 20 years old. Let up like 11 hits in two yeah. innings. No, like, he has like 11 hurt. I think it was like 11 hits though, too, or 12 hits maybe. Yeah, it was like 11 and 12. It, I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, you can't talk that, that smack on live. I mean, it kind of his stock rose and then he just couldn't back it up. Like what was it? Pressure is what you put in your tires, and now he's giving up eleven runs in uh, rookie ball. Yeah, he went from talking to smack to the Yankees in the Bronx to that's just like a classic situation of someone just getting in their own head. Like he got so good so quick, got so yeah. much confidence, and then like he had a few bad games and probably just was in his head so much, like probably couldn't sleep. And then putting so much pressure on himself, yeah. and just like couldn't locate his his pitches. He's probably getting victimized by the pitch clock because he's a big dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, pitch clock ain't helping him. He's a big dude. Yeah. Um, cool. I went to the uh, NHL awards on Monday. Yeah, you see Boston clean up. Well, they won two awards. I booed three. Three. I booed booed them all when they got on stage. Three. Nice. I didn't even know the NHL awards were a thing. To be honest. Neither did I. I got I got some free tickets. Yeah, that feels like you kind of could just mail that to those guys. No one. It was cool. It was kind of interesting to be at like a TV production thing. Yeah, like it was like live, right? So. They had like the commentators off to the side. They had the commercial breaks. Like you couldn't go up and down the stairs during commercial breaks. So mm-hmm. if you got stuck up there, if you're like going to the bathroom and you had to wait to the next commercial break, couldn't go back to your seat. Jeez. Cause it's all like a TV production and they don't want like people walking around. Couldn't have drinks on the floor, like even a bottle of water. Cause they don't want people like blocking cameras. It was wow. cool, but it was interesting. So that's all. Awesome. I wonder if anyone was watching on TV. Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. I don't know this about the Bruins coach. He said he was he got fired from the Dallas Stars for being an alcoholic. He was an alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Pretty cool. He's a drunk, former drunk, but uh, yeah. he coached for DUP. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he won the Natty with him. Yeah. Great. Devils. He's a great coach. Lynn Ruff should have won that for the Devils, but. Hmm. Did you guys, speaking of hockey, did you guys watch game whatever that was when the Knights won? Yeah. Felt weird. Did it feel weird? It's just a blowout. No, I'm just saying, like, just the whole, like, you know, Stanley Cups just feel like they have a different meaning to, especially winning at home. It just felt, 
like the moment wasn't big enough. I watched it and I was just was like these you know these fans are happy but they're they're not diehard hockey fans and if they're just not diehard hockey fans might just be because the team's relatively new they just no, were exactly. in yeah. the Stanley Cup a couple of years yeah. ago which was an extremely exciting series and this one just wasn't as exciting um yeah uh, it just felt it just felt like the moment wasn't big as i don't know and they you know i just i don't know I don't know. Like I don't know. If we, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Vegas is a sports town. I think that might be a Pete. I think it's like a you go see a regular season game, but it's it's not. It's I don't think it's a sports town. They just keep getting teams though, and they will. Because it the makes stadiums sense. It will makes get filled. Sense, but they just don't have enough roots. Roots in that desert sand. I love Vegas. I was just there. They're happy. They're happy for the cup. There, was there. there was a lot of I billboards. There. I was there with you, Rick. He, he was there with me. I forgot that. I didn't. I didn't get. Me and Rick didn't get to see each other though. We tried. Yeah, we, we tried. tried. We tried. I tried. Really tried. I would love to see you, dude. You're so damn busy. That was, was short. It's short trip, dude. Business trip. You were there for like forty-eight hours. Yeah, and then you had you went to three events in forty-eight hours. Yeah, and, it was, it was, and, and there was, was sleep. There was sleep in there. Sleep was not an event. I know, but like you factor in the hours you slept and the event hours. It's like you had like it's a lot of it's a lot of sleeping hours. event hours. Yeah. You did like you ten, ten hours? Did you win? No. What about you? No. <laughs> well, I had fun. I won with fun. Yeah. yeah, one, yeah. one with That's memories, great. but can't yes, put I, a price on fun. Paid to have fun. Paid to have fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was. I think it's a great time. It wasn't that hot either, so. Was, yeah, not as hot as it should be this time of year, but it was, it was still like 95 degrees. Yeah, it was, it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. They said it's so, beautiful. Though. All the locals said it. This is beautiful for this time of year. 95. The, 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 the local night fans. They're like, if it's 95 for another week, it'll be the longest we've gone this time of year without it being over 100 in like ever. I was like, dang. Yeah, it's, this, it hasn't been week, 100 since September. I think like right now, though, it's like 105. Yeah, it's like it like ramped up fast. Yeah. Hot here in Denver. Um, the Super Bowl is in Vegas too. Vegas is about to get a lot of events. I think they get the Super Bowl, the Final Four, not next year, the year after. And I think they passed on the college and that. Dude, it's going to be 112 on Sunday there. That's hot. That's hot. That's like That's you can't hot. go out. That's like you can't go outside. It's like you fry an egg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas, sports town, they think at least. Yep. Cool. All right. It's a, good, it's a good destination for for those big events for sure. That's great. Yeah, it's super easy to get around. I was talking F1. to an Uber, Uber driver that like yeah the the Super Bowl there is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be over the top, dude. Um. Yeah, they're building all that F one stuff. Pete, did you see that? Yeah, we have a race like that in Nashville. Oh, can we talk about F one? Do we care? I think. It's supposed to be like this global super sport. Have you guys we, watched? Apparently, Lenny was telling me about that the documentary on Netflix. He's like, you don't have to know anything about F one to watch it. He's like, it's really cool. So I might watch it, give it a chance. But why? Why, why? Why is it cool? I don't know. It's just like a behind the scenes. Remember, have you watched the full swing, the golf one? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like that for F1. So you just like understand the sport after watching it a little more, and you understand like the rigors of it and like how to how it works. I've seen the movie drive. Cars. Yeah, that, that was that was dumb, Rick. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't get I, I don't Disney know. I mean, guy. Disney guy. I, I don't think I, I need to it. watch Netflix to Dude, understand how F one works. <laughs> like it's fucking racing. I mean, different cars than NASCAR, but it's it's racing. Oh, it's all about the engines and like there's only a few drivers. And... It doesn't matter, dude. I don't know. I don't... Are you defending it, Pete? I, I don't know if I'm defending it because I haven't watched it. F1 is like it's like feels like people are trying too hard to push it. Like they get too defend. They're like, no, you have to watch this documentary. Like they're the F1 people are a little, little, little sensitive. They're probably triggered listening to me say it. like they go, oh no, he does he's stupid. I don't. I shouldn't have to watch. I've never watched it. I've never watched an F one race, so I have no idea. Not defending it's, it though. Are you defending it? All I said is that I had a friend say, "Watch the documentary," and you'll like appreciate it more because he didn't know anything about it before that. He's not watching races. He just like understands how it works now. So he doesn't like it more. <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask. Me. Uh, Lenny, feel free to come on, Lenny. You can talk about the Vols and F one. Speaking of speaking of college, I know we talked about it already. LSU now has the women's basketball championship, Joe Burrow's football championship, and the baseball one in the last like four years. Pretty impressive. All with second year coaches. Yeah. Think about that. Well, not Coach O, but these two have been with second year. So Coach O's gone. Bye bye. What do you think about Brian Kelly? What year is he going into? True. Year two. I came prep today, boys. So yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I like LSU. Give me a go Tigers, Rick. Go Tigers. That was good. That was a good Thanks, one. Pete. Dude, we're going to think that was piped in. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good it was. It was. Um, it was. All right. Well, um, any other miscellaneous, any other documentaries we got to talk about? I watched that McGregor documentary. Did you guys watch that? I watched it on the plane. It was good. It's pretty cool. Because we were at some of those fights. I know. It was cool. It was cool because we were in Vegas for yeah. a bunch of them. Um, mm-hmm. It was interesting, though, right? Like the preparation. I, I, I love McGregor. I always will. But I kind of don't like that. Like the first fights it could be, he was like, oh, I just didn't prepare. Because like when you saw him training, he was like, I'm the best shape of my life. And then after it, he's like, I yeah, wasn't like, Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's a nutcase, man. That guy is absolutely a crazy person. Lives a crazy life. Crazy life, man. Yeah. And then all that stuff came out. I put the mascot in the hospital and then yeah. accused Miami. of rape on the same game. It's like bad. I'll be interest, interested to see how that all pans out, if it was true or not. I know. I know. Um, all right. Dean, anything else? Any summer? Any 4th of July plans? San Diego for me after July 4th, but nope. July 4th being on a Tuesday, it's just it's, it's just weird having some of these holidays like middle of the week. So it's like unless you're taking time off and turning into a long trip, it's kind of like, all right, day off work. What about you guys? Um... <clears throat> 
No, just chilling. Hanging out. Yeah. I'm going to Florida this weekend. Well, that's fun. What are you doing there? Um, one of Mal's uh, like childhood friends lives in New Smyrna Beach on the east side. Oh, yeah. That's good. So we're just going to chill, have a few beach days. So come, back, sun. Co- come back Monday. Leave Friday, come back Monday. That's easy. I like that. Yeah, it should be a good one. So, hot dog eating contest. Oh, yeah. Love it. Joey, Joey Chestnuts. Joey Joss. That's is that Joey Chestnuts. Is that, was the best, is that the best nickname in sports? Jaws. Okay, Jaws. It's a great nickname. I kind of miss Kobayashi a little bit. Yeah, because it was competition. Yeah. Well, Co- Joey Chestnut came and took it from Kobayashi. But yeah. Yeah, it was a little rival. And now it's just like Joey yeah. Chestnut versus his own records. Yeah. Do you guys like hot dogs? Yeah. I don't like them after I've watched the hot dog eating contest. I don't like them. No, I think you're going to say documentary or something. No, no, no. Ballpark dogs, though, like, I cannot go to a baseball game without getting at least two hot dogs. Mm. (laughs) Mm, How does does, does the Minute Maid's hot dogs? Oh, they're they're trash. (laughs) But I'm still just out of of principle. How do you not get Chick-fil-A? They have Chick-fil-A at Minute Maid. I mean, I get Chick-fil-A at least one time a week as it is, so <laughs> I Rick, don't need it. I haven't had Chick-fil-A in like a year. It's been just... It's crazy, bro. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's just overrated. I had Popeye's last week, though. He just so dies crazy. on weird hoes, man. He, it's out of principle. <laughs> yeah, he's just... <laughs> he's like an, he's a perfect F1 fan, man. Nothing makes sense with him. Yeah. Just like, he's just like, Whoa. Chick-fil-A's good. It's just not great. Like, I'd rather have five other fans. Popeye's? Oh, Popeyes is Rick knows Popeyes is good. It the service stuff. Popeyes is Popeyes is good, but yeah, it takes like it's it's you could get cold fries though. That's the thing, is like it's when it when when Popeyes is throwing its you know 98 on the corner, it's hard to beat. It's really good. But sometimes you get a you know a cutter that just misses. Yeah. A cutter that doesn't cut. Cutter that doesn't cut, sweeper that doesn't sweep. Um What's with baseball just like coming up with new pitches? Like the sweeper is literally a slider, but they're saying it's more of a sweeping action than a sliding action now. Like know, they right. say, they they categorize that when they throw it. I'm like, I yeah, it's just brand new this year. They're like, oh, this is a sweeper. I was no. watching, yeah, Yes Network yesterday, watching the Yanks blow it, and yeah, yeah, sweeper. Only baseball, dude. Those guys. I was trying to complicate things a little more. Real fast, real. We'll get we'll get us out of here on this. I was watching some, I think some like barstool content. They did like a beer Olympics last night, and D, you guys know Dean Blandino. Mm-hmm. The he's like the head uh, rules and I think for Fox, Fox. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's tatted up. He's got sleeves. Hmm. Blandino. Yeah, he had, he's always wearing a suit. Did you know that TV. team? He's he's tatted I did, up. I didn't. I didn't know that. I was like, kind of like, don't meet your, not, you know, it's just, you just didn't know. You know and pick him yeah. as a sleep guy. Yeah. No, he, he's definitely not my hero, but that's, that's good to know. I, he's, I, didn't, I thought he's the worst. I wouldn't have seen that. Ever. I just he hate, never has yeah, an like, opinion. He never, he never gets it. He's like, well, I couldn't, you know. Something happens. The camera pans to him. He's, he's sitting like, in front ah, of the camera. And then Gene, finally he starts. Gene, let us know. Ah, well, 
Well, just a lot of him and Han. I'd be a great rules analysis. I know it before he knows it. Yeah. Put me in the booth, Pete. They're they're always on the ref side, those guys. Yeah. They're always on the ref side. They're like, they'll say it's it's definitely not a catch. And then they're like, it's a catch. They're like, it's probably the right call by him. (laughs) Yeah, great call. Thanks. (laughs) You're getting paid a million dollars a fucking game to, to tell us what we already know. Yeah. God. I saw I saw a, a tweet and they were like saying all NFL refs have like full time jobs and like what they were, huh? Like accountants, sales reps, attorneys. Send it over if you can find out. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. Is anyone a trash guy? Garbage man? No, no trash man. Hmm. No, it was pretty interesting though. Yeah. Um. All right, boys. Yeah, middle of June, end of June. We want to. We, we got, bir- we got birthday any- tomorrow. We got birthday tomorrow. We do. No. Rick. Pete. Dean. Dean. <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> uh, last one Pete. at last one at thirty. Pete's pizza turned thirty-one. That's a good nice. one, man. Fourth of July weekend, Thursday. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone we everyone wish Pete a happy birthday. And happy uh birthday. any shout outs? Any shout outs this week? Shout out to the guy at the Cosmos pool for following us. If you're listening. Oh yeah. Did you guys see that, Dean? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw the icon for the pot. I was like, oh man. I was and talking him I... up. Yeah, we were we were going to the bathroom. I said I don't even know what we were talking. We were, <laughs> it was very loud, and I just was like, "Yo, we we were, we were talking." I said, "Hey, yeah, like and subscribe." He's like, "You got a podcast?" I said, "Yeah." They were like, Big "What do you do?" Rick, they asked Rick what he did for a living. He said he's a podcaster. Podcast, <laughs> hardest job in the world. God damn! <laughs> and uh, now we deleted uh, the pilot episode. Yeah, yeah. I hope shout out. Yeah, shout out, my man. We had a good time. It was hot. Drinks are just thousand dollars each yeah did you get like the souvenir cup and it's like 70 dollars a drink they don't even have those it was mm. dj Paul d was playing yeah, how was he? how's his hair he looks just like he did he's got like <laughs> the same like weird yeah. lines i mean he like, kind of looked like he has you know thanos he kind of has if thanos had hair he has yeah, that hair yeah yeah his hair looks like thanos his forehead <laughs> Yeah, New, New Jersey stand up. <laughs> I mean, dude, talk about that guy parlaying that show. I mean, he's by far the most half of them been to jail, but I just good for know. him. Yeah, he's definitely the most successful. Yeah, happy for him. So shout out to to him if he's listening. Uh, shout out Lenny. Shout out Lenny. Shout, shout out. out Lenny. Shout F1, out our F1 racing. F1 racing. Shout out uh, Jack Burt. Mm. Jack's always looking for a pod. Shout out James Pereira. Shout out. That's probably our most loyal listeners. Paul. Paul's always listening. Marty. Stack guy Marty. Marty never listens. He's never going to hear this. <laughs> yeah. He never listens. Yeah. Shout out Marty. Shout out our significant others that let us do this. All right. We're dragging on. We're dragging. Shout out Dan Brill, too, if he's listening. New listener. Yeah. Yeah. Dano. DB. Let's go. All right. Appreciate Uh, appreciate you listening, Dan. 
more of a cutting it up episode. Just hanging with the boys today. We appreciate if you did. Um, hope everyone has a great Fourth of July. Stay safe. All right, we gonna do picks. No, I think we should skip them. But I do want to give Jeez. give a record update just so oh we're all. I was in the outro. I was in the outro. It's good. It's good, it's good news for you, Rick. Hey, I'm with you, Rick. We could have skipped the picks. We might we're not, we're not picks. doing picks. I'm just I'm just updating. updating right, the give record. me a little good news. Give me some good news. We'll start with Dean, who after an atrocious 12 game <laughs> pick, is now 46, 64, and two. We're almost it's, 20 games under at this point. It's really bad. 20 units. Hopefully your no, units aren't that big. Rick, 51, 50, and 1. We're over 500. Let's go. Let's go. And then I'm 48, 41, and 1. So, no picks. Dog days of summer. Don't yeah, bet on, we'll, don't we'll bet on the Yankees. Don't bet on the, the Astros. Don't bet on the Red Sox. And you'll be fine. But, hey, bet on the big Ricks. That's right. big rigs. Everyone can say if you're listening now, you when we make it big, you'd be like, you're gonna be mad at the people that love us because you were you were day ones. That's right. Okay. All right, let's try this again. We hope you all have a great fourth of July. Happy birthday to Pete. Uh, appreciate you all, big rig nation. We are the big rigs. We'll talk to you very shortly. Peace. <laughs>